Hey guys, welcome to the In Between Podcast with me, Baka Junwari. So on today's episode, we're going to be discussing certain issues, okay? I'm going to be giving some um, unpopular opinions. Yes, it might be unpopular, but I'm going to give them. It's just, it's the honest truth. And these things have been on my mind for a very long time now. So, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to say it. Hi and welcome to the In Between Podcast with Nebaka Junior. You know the drill. This is your go-to podcast for everything: books, music, entertainment, lifestyle, and everything in between. And that's why it's called the In Between Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the In Between Podcast with Nebaka Junior, and I'm your host Nebaka Junior. On today's episode, we are going to be doing some catching up. And then we're going to move on to the serious issue I told you guys about. Okay, so the last time I posted was sometime last month. What has been happening? So you remember I discussed about the issue of resumption. We resumed earlier than we thought. And then strife came about. And after that, I have been silent. So the truth is I have been losing my motivation, not on podcasting per se, but just generally on life as a whole because of the ASU strike and other things. But I have made it a personal decision to be happy. And I hope if you're listening to this, you make that decision yourself. Be happy. You deserve happiness. The world is going to happen. Life will happen and it's going to derail your plan. But we are bigger than this. (laughs) Okay, so what have I been up to since the last time I spoke to you guys? Okay, so um, after that, after the last episode, there was the issue of me being serious with my life because, you know, time is going, you can't stay at home and not do anything. Um, on the one hand, I needed to find a job. On the other hand, there was the issue of my academics, right? I needed to find something that will not take me away from my academics because if there's something, if there's one thing COVID-19 taught me was that if you leave law, law will leave you. It's not just law. If you leave anything that you're focused on, you leave it for some time, for a period of time. You, you know that saying that if you do something for 60 days, it becomes an habit. It's the same thing. If you leave a particular thing you're doing for 60 days or 30 days, you start losing your zeal for it. And that was one thing I learned during the COVID-19. And I did not want it to happen again. Because I know, I knew deep down in my heart that if I leave law, law will leave me. So I had to look for something to do that would not take me away from law or bring me in closer and i just want to point out that finding an internship is hard it is in fact it is one of the in fact it is harder than gaining admission to study law it is hard okay so with the whole ASU strike you know the last time i spoke to you guys i told you guys about how the federal government was not looking like they were going to settle ASU and ASU was not looking like they were going to come back to the classrooms to teach because their demands are not unreasonable. So that was that and the masses that is the students mostly had to suffer for their actions. So they went on strike and then I had to find a job. 
not a job per se because I well I started out looking for a job I was con- after contemplating for like a week or two on whether or not to look for a job or to look for an internship because I needed an internship to build my love for law to make sure it does not die but I needed money so it was like job or internship job or internship and I decided to go for a job you know because it is when you have money if you have money you can keep up with your academics to an extent you know you can go online browse about um, emerging areas of law that you're interested in and issues like that so I searched for a job first and I don't even think there are jobs in Nigeria the few ones I found we are not something I could do those I could do they refused to employ me because they said I was a student and I was bound to go back to school whenever ASU called off their strike and there was this fear that ASU the ASU strike won't last for more than a month meanwhile I knew in my heart that this strike was going to last longer than a month but people did not believe me my mother did not even believe me but lo and behold people were in our second month of this strike so I was not able to get a job and then I thought of okay let me go for the internship you know it's not that hard so I prepared my CV well not prepared because I do my CV like frequently I touch up my CV whenever I do something I feel like it's worth getting in there I touch it up that kind of thing so I printed it out and I I started searching for a law firm at first I was reluctant even though I wanted an internship I don't know how to do that walking around looking for a job kind of thing it was hard and then I spoke to a friend of mine and he was like just print it out um even if you're not going to write an application later because you're just going from firm to firm you don't have any firm in mind print out your cv go to any firm around drop your cv and i was not like okay should i go to court he said it's not a bad idea you can go to court um watch the proceeding you can approach a lawyer you think is um great and then you know just tell him about your intention and ask if there's any vacancy in his firm. I was like, okay, that was a good idea. After he gingered me, you know, after somebody gingers you, you feel so motivated, you think you can do anything. So I stood up, I touched my CV a little, I printed it out, and then I went firm hunting. Looking for an internship is harder than trying to gain admission to study law. That is just what I'm going to see. Because I walked around and each firm I went to made me realize that I'm not even sure this law. Hey, God. You know when they say certain things are no longer valued? Uh-huh. I started feeling like this law I'm studying is no longer valued. Because each law firm I went to be giving me one story or another. Some will actually say they are not accepting um, intents. Some will be like, uh, we cannot pay you. And then at some point I was like, okay, I don't even need the payments. Just let me come around. Let me learn. You know, let me just leave my house. Let me have something to do. And at the end of the day, no. So I'm gonna tell you, okay, drop your CV and we'll get back to you. They don't ever get back to you. It was so hard, it was difficult, and I did not get to the internship at that time. I gave up. I literally gave up. 
I was thinking of going to the court, but then my mother raised a very, um, very beautiful point that okay, you're going to the court. You realize that the court is not just lawyers from this area that goes to the court. You'll be seeing lawyers coming from afar. How do you determine which lawyer is near? Okay, what if you approach the one that's um, the law firm is very far, somewhere like Krum and Krushi? How are you going to pay? So are you just going to continue trying, trying like that? So shush, the end story is she discouraged me from trying out the court. She said, if you're going to court, you can just go to court and see how things are done. But don't go to court with the, um, with the mind that you might get an internship, per se. So after that, I just said, okay, I'll just do the go to court for the sake of going to court still. No longer internship, right? The week I was um, planning on going to court. See, look, God works in a very mysterious way. He does. He works in a very mysterious way. I got a call about a job to be a researcher. And I expected it to be very long because the way they were discussing it on phone, it was like, ah, this thing, it will take time. It's going to take a very long time. Can you be committed? I was like, huh, what am I doing with my life? I'm not doing anything. No, I can be committed. At this point in my life, I can commit. So, I got the job and I had to go back to school area. I had to stay in my house, did some clean up. It was like you're moving into school all over again because the suit, it was everywhere. The suit in reverses is something we should discuss about also. I was even tired. I I just dropped my bag and then I went there for the walk. When I came back, I had to do some minimal cleaning. Let us all thank Adri for agreeing to cook my food for me while I am cleaning. So thereafter I walked and it wasn't even long. I expected it to be for a very long time because I came with like um, food stuff to last me for a week. But I did not stay up to a week. And I was done and I left. It was great. And... Then again, um, I decided, okay, I'll go to the courts after I was done with that job, that gig. It was less than a week something. I was like, okay, I'll go to court. So I prepared to go to court. And then there was this other event, a summit, Young, lawyer, young Lawyers um, Summit, came up on technology, governance, and law. So it's a very interesting thing, a very interesting event. I learned a lot. I met um, certain people and it was wonderful. It's something I will have to like set aside to discuss. They, they pointed out a lot of things. I learned wonderful things. I met a lady, um, a lawyer, Amarachi, Barrister Amarachi. She's a lecturer also in, an, in a university. Um, I've forgotten the university, but... It was wonderful. She pointed out certain things in this summit that really touched me and, you know, it sparked the law students in me again, you know. And I was like, okay, this is it. I'll continue looking for a law firm, you know. But I'll look for a law firm with the, um, with the intention of keeping my zeal there, you know, at some point I lost the zeal for the whole law thing again. I was just looking for a law firm so that I can leave the house and see if they can do anything for me. But I was not like, okay, this is it. I'll look for a law firm. 
attach myself to it, whether I am paid or not. You know, she pointed out certain issues. These are things actually we are not taught in classroom because the summit was about technology, governance, and law. I was not interested in the governance area. Even before attending, I knew I was not interested in the governance area. For me, it was like, okay, I'm going for technology and law, mostly technology. And I was right. The technology part was very, very interesting. Um, thereafter, after the whole enjoyment, I felt sick. Yes, it's bound. This stuff happens to me. Whenever I go to some years or I do something that I find very interesting, that I am happy, I fall sick the next day. Yes, so I fell sick and then I had to treat myself. And we are back to this point again. So that has been the latest in my life. Another issue is I made Ununu like this morning, which is why this episode is coming late. And I feel like I just did, um, I wrestled with somebody because my bones are not my own. My body is paining me. But apart from that, it has been a good yet sad and disappointing experience at the same time. But the because all sad stories must have a happy ending i got an internship yay i know i got an internship and i got it the day of the summit not from anybody there but after that discussion after that summit after the talk given by um barrister amarachi and barrister dk dk is she's focused on ict law while Amarashi is really, really focused on law and health, that kind of thing. So after that, I left the summit with my friend and we were like, okay, this is it. After lamenting for like the better part of our journey. In fact, we did not even take any cab. We walked home because my house was not far from the um, venue for the summit. So it was just like a 20 minutes walk. We walked down to my house and we were chasing talking and from there when we got to my house okay no we got to my mother's shop first we were like okay this is it this is what we are going to do we are going to look for often so we i kept my bag kept my phone big mistake i should have carried my phone but went from femme to femme femme to femme and then we got to um um a femme named jericho and co and when we got there, we met the secretary, a very young lady. She um, welcomed us very calmly, which was not the usual reception we get, you know, when we walk into a law, a law firm. And then, and then we mentioned we are law students looking for internship. Ha ha ha. Those people do not welcome you in very well. So, she called the, um, the barrister and he told us to come into his office. And then he sat us down and he explained something. In fact, the way he explained everything, it made total sense. Like if others had explained it like that, we would have understood their rejection. You get, we would have understood why they were rejecting us. So he told us law students, especially those in universities, are usually not taken in for internship. Those taken in are law graduates who are awaiting law school sometimes. And those in law school, that are doing um, industrial attachments. 
or firm, firm attachment and then court attachment. You understand? And he was like, right now in university, you're supposed to learn the law. Just continue learning. Don't try to do anything that will distract you because there are certain ways of filing stuff, of doing things that he will teach us that might go contrary to what we are taught in law school. So it is expected that we, first of all, go to law school, learn the correct way and then come out and learn whatever way they are going to teach us. But after everything, he concluded, he was like, he liked our zeal, the fact that we did not want to stay at home. We did not want what happened to COVID during the COVID time to happen to us again. He really spoke to us very well as if we were on the same level. You know, when you go to other law firms, they make you feel like they are superior. Okay, they have gone to law school, they have been called to by their lawyers. And this was an elderly man who has been called to bar for a very long time. And he spoke to us calmly. And I felt touched. I realized that, oh, this this pride is not in everybody's body. Some people are down to it. Some people are nice. So he told us that we can start, but we should realize that we will not be doing much. That sure, he will teach us how to draft certain things, how to write a petition, and we can come around to read. But it's not something that we should take as a serious job. We should just do this as... It's like, in fact, from his statement, this is not a committed something. We can come in. If he's going to court, he'll tell us in advance. So if we want to join him, we join him. And that was it. So that was how I got an internship. And then the next day after that summit, I fell ill, like I said, and I had to treat myself. It was hard. And although I am done taking medication, I have not gone to the firm because, like I said, my body has not been my own. And then I made the mistake this morning of pounding yam because I wanted to learn how to do mumu. And my bones, my back bones, my shoulder, my my legs, everything, they are not my own anymore. So hopefully I'll be better and I will officially start my internship on Monday, being tomorrow. Yay! Okay, remember I said I was going to give some unpopular opinion. Hmm? This is it. The time has come for unpopular opinions. Okay, so thank you for staying with me so far on this episode. Now, let's discuss an unpopular opinion. It's about LGBT. The movement as a, not as a whole per se, but you know the LGBT movement. So I'm going to give an, an unpopular opinion about it. So, sometime last year, we had a discussion in class. We were discussing about, it was on criminal law, yes. This was my year three, during my year three, last year. We were talking about, um, I've forgotten the topic per se. I've forgotten the topic per se, but it came down to the right of these um, persons in the LGBT community. Okay, yes, the topic was same-sex marriage. And it came down to the right of persons in these same-sex relationships, not necessarily the marriage. And whether or not we accept the 
law, we found it fair or we found it unfair. And I, for the first, I think that was like one of, the, it was the first time I stood up in a criminal law class to defend a belief, something I stand for or some, you no, know, basically it was my first time standing up in a criminal law class. Usually I reserve speaking up for causes I am passionate about and that's uh, um, usually um, environmental law at that time in year three and now in year four environmental law. Um, sorry, oil and gas law. So for the first time, I stood up to speak in that class, and it was to support, not necessarily to support. Yeah, basically the angle I was coming from, I was supporting the LGBT community, and I had to have this argument, this very heated arguments with certain colleagues. I remember making a statement to somebody that was by far older than me. And he was he's he was old he's old enough to give birth to me and the statement sounded very rude. But we he didn't take it serious because it was a class discussion. But the way I presented it sounded very rude. I didn't even notice it at that time, but somebody else pointed it out to me later on. So why am I bringing it up? I am a person that believes that every human being has something called free will. You are allowed to make your decisions. You are allowed to do whatever you like. And these are the things I raised during the class. I said that every person has a right to make their own decision. If you want to be a lesbian, be a lesbian in peace. If you want to be gay, be gay in peace. But you have to realize and that people who do not support this movement because of their religious belief, I don't, religiously, from my religious perspective, I will not practice it. It's not something I will do. I found it that I found it to be against my religious belief. But those persons who do it, I have nothing against them because I might not like the act, but it's something they have made a decision to do. It is their personal business. It is their personal life. It's not mine. So that was the standpoint I was coming from. And I was like, I do not like the bill because it's a bill that was regulating the private life of persons, right? These are people that have a right. So what is the business of the state with what they are doing in private and somebody stood up and said it was a it was immoral in the eyes of god and man i said why it's immoral in the eyes of god not necessarily man and you're coming from it from your religious perspective so what happens to a person that is not a christian right what happens to somebody who does not believe in your religious belief should he be bound by it and then i made mention of the fact that the nigerian law does not criminalize um prostitution it criminalizes eating off the ending of a prostitute. So a person can prostitute themselves, but another cannot eat the ending of that prostitution. And a person cannot own a brothel. So a prostitute can do what she wants to do, but somebody else should not benefit from it. And that we're talking about a country that if we're going to criminalize a certain act simply because it is immoral, then fornication should be criminalized because it is immoral coming from the Bible's perspective right so i supported it and thereafter some of my friends came up to me and they were like they did not believe i would say something like this they did not expect this from me that me making certain statements sounded wrong because i am a christian um blah 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 i was like like i said in the class while i will not practice it because of my religious belief it does not mean it will affect another person 
my religious belief should not affect another person. I can tell you about my religious belief. I can talk about it. I can live by my belief, but I should not expect another person to live by my belief. That will be mentally unfair to them. So, why am I bringing up this, this conversation? Because after that class, I have noticed that um, the LGBT movement has become more advanced. It is now everywhere. Right? And it is becoming choking. I think yeah, that is the right the word to use. It is now becoming choking because in a bid for them to be accepted, most persons, majority of the persons, because I understand that when there's a movement, we are going to have um some people that are aggressive with the movement. It's just like the feminist movement. I am a feminist and I was once aggressive with my movement. I was once like in your face. Men and women are equal, whether you like it or not, that kind of thing. I was constantly, constantly saying it. But after some time, I withdrew because it is my belief I cannot enforce it on another person. But I will not allow you to use your own beliefs to affect my stance or my attitude or whatever I am going to do. And then, like I said, this is an unpopular opinion. But the LGBT community, it is growing. And congratulations for them, right? Good for them. But it is now becoming choking in a bid to establish themselves, in a bid to make themselves wanted or understood. Yes, not wanted, understood. They are now choking others with their belief. Yesterday night, I read something. I think it was a CNN article or so. Yeah, I think it was a CNN article or so. I can't, yeah, I think it was a CNN article on Facebook. I came across it. And it was about a teacher in the US, Ohio, I think, who handed out a rainbow bracelet to high schoolers, to students in his classrooms, in his sex ed classrooms. And then I went through the comments and I realized something. That a lot of persons who commented on these things, we are not seeing the consequence of his actions. No, we are not concerned with that. They are coming from it from the fact that he's he's lesbian. That a lot of his students are lesbian. A lot. I understand his belief. I accept his belief. I understand a lot of students are queer. I understand a lot of students are lesbians, gay, homosexual, transgender, and all those things. It is great for them. But you know, Scooter has a policy that says that you cannot share your propaganda. So you cannot share your belief, your um, your religious belief, your um, your personal ideology or philosophy or I, or whatever with students. You are there to teach the students and go. I understand the fact they are saying that most of these students are this, and so they might have questions. Refer them to the counselors. Don't do this, because if I go to a school, as a person who do not practice it who do not practice lesbian or uh, homosexual or any of these things and the person whose religious belief is against it and who raise my child to believe this thing to believe these things and sure you might say oh what if your child doesn't want to do when the child is old enough and decides to go against it then that becomes their decision i would not like my child to go to school 
and come back with a rainbow bracelet for something they do not understand. If you're going to teach something in school, if you're employed to teach, teach that thing and go. Don't share rainbow bracelet. It's just like people who come to school and uh, lecturers or teachers who come to school and rather than teach, they preach. You are employed. We had, um, I've had a teacher who was, you know, employed to teach set a particular subject and she comes to school and she teaches her own religious belief. And at the end of the day, we are left with, we don't get to learn what we are supposed to learn, but we learn her own religious belief. Now, you might have a right to a religion. You might have a right to to say this, to um, tell somebody about this, that is your freedom of expression and stuff. But you have to realize that this is how right works. Where your right stops, another person's right begins. You are not the only one with rights. And I think this is something that members of the LGBT community need to understand. Like I said, it is an unpopular opinion. And you might not like it, but it's the honest truth. Parents are responsible for their children until their child gets to a certain age. I'm not saying that all parents make great parents. Don't get me wrong. But if I put a child in a school, knowing that this school does not um, allow the in fact, I personally I do not want somebody else relig um, religious belief or ideology to influence that of my child. Hence, while well, I will most likely put my child in such a school. And then only for the child to come back home with a rainbow bracelet. I will be offended. While the, the, not a teacher, in fact, the person was not a teacher. He was a substitute teacher, an assistant teacher or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And he was fired. I think firing him was going too far. A warning would have been nice. But I understood the angle of the school. They are not saying he does not have a right to be gay. They are not saying his his um, decision for himself is wrong. They are saying him pushing these decisions on children who are in a stage in their life where they are bound to believe a lot of things. They are bound to accept a lot of things as truth simply because it comes from a teacher. That you should not do certain things to these children in front of these children. You should not say certain things to them. What? You might tell me that, oh, these children are going to grow up. They're going to go into the world. They're going to learn about lesbian. They're going to learn about gay. They're going to learn about the LGBT community. They might even find, feel these urges. Okay. If they feel these urges, they go to the counselor. If they feel these urges, they ask their parents. If a student walks up to you personally as a teacher and asks you this question it's a different thing when that you give the answer there than for you to come to a classroom filled with students who some of them might not even want to learn about this thing. some of them are not even concerned with this thing and then you start telling them about this thing. and then you start spreading this um lgbt bracelet this rainbow bracelet because and most of them might not even have the mind to tell you no that they do not want to accept it because they might be scared of what you will do as their teacher. 
So that is my unpopular opinion. The LGBT movement is good. It's nice. It's it's okay. It's good for them. Whatever they are doing, I am happy for them. It's their business. Just as I am making personal decisions in my life, I feel like nobody should be governed. Their, the private life of persons should not be governed in a way that it will affect them in the decisions they make in their life, except when their actions are disturbing another person because where your rights stop is where another person's rights begin. So, the LGBT community should take a chill pill. Rest. You'll be alright. Do what you want to do personally, but do not push your belief into others. It's just like... <laughs> I think I have a lot of unpopular opinion. It's just like this... Um, Will Smith Sagan, his wife, um, Jida's medical condition. And then I saw an article recently, again, yesterday. And it was, I think it was from Cosmopolitan. And we are like, how black women deal with this condition. And I was like, the same way other people deal with it. Why do we like to pick on something and then we make it personal? We make it seem like it affects certain people. You know, and in the same way, why do people in the LGBT community feel like certain issues feels like everything is about them? Oh, a teacher is uh, sacked, he should have been suspended or, you know, won, that kind of thing. I disagree with that area of sacking him. He should be won, he should be suspended or something, but not sacked. That was going too far. The economy is bad everywhere. How do you expect him to survive? They should not have sacked him. They should have warned him because it was his of his first offense. Except it was not his first offense. Then sure, no problem. Anyway, as I was saying, why do you, as a teacher, or somebody of um, you know, in this LGBT community, feel like your rights is more important than the rights of others? Why? Why do you feel like your rights is more important than the rights of others? You have a right to make your decision. You have a right to do what you want to do. But you should realize that you're not the only one with rights. While you're fighting for your rights, please do not step on the rights of others. Make your personal decision as it affects your personal life. But please do not start pushing that decision on others. It's just like straight people or um people who hate lesbians and you know members of the lgbt community i don't even understand those people anyway people who hate them pushing their belief you know remember that time when they were pushing their belief and they were laws against this type of things you remember remember how hard it was how choking it was it's the same thing that is happening now yeah sure you're you know living your best life being you but you're now making it seem like your right is the only important right your decisions your things like it's just you and the others don't matter and it is wrong it's high time people start living their life in a way that they are considerate of others so in my opinion the man should not have the substitute teacher should not have shared a rainbow bracelet in class filled with students who's who come from different background who come from different um, religion, you know, different sectors of life, and we might not be able to reject this um, rainbow bracelet because they are scared of saying no. 
or because of what their peers are going to say. It's okay if you give it to somebody who, you know, supports this, your movement, walks up to you, discusses it with you. That's your business. That's between the both of you. But don't propagand it. And a lot of people who went on the comment section, you're entitled to your own opinion. But please, don't make it seem like it is only members of the LGBT community that have rights. So that's the end of today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, you know, subscribe and tell your friends about it. And I would really like to know about your opinion. You can send me an email. You can drop it in the comment section or you can send me an audio message. I love listening to those. Thank you. Bye.